Well, greetings to every single one of you. This is Apostle Max. Welcome to Kingdom Keys, where we speak all things kingdom. Scripture lets us know, Mark 11 and 24, to you it's been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. To everybody else, all things comes in parables. There is strength and wisdom in wisdom and the understanding of God's word that develops inside of you and I a belief system that sets us up for victory. It's been amazing. The first session was, was awesome. The connect groups have met. Uh, the prayer groups have connected. And uh, we're hearing the testimonies already coming through that people are gaining understanding and the reason why they actually haven't been praying. And we've discovered that there's a real challenge in the belief system of a believer, where a believer should be understanding God's word so that when we pray right, our lives come right. Right believing leads to right living. Welcome to every single one of you. Let's get into the next session. We're going to dig a little deeper tonight or today in this session. And we're going to unearth some of the truths in God's word that's going to really empower you and strengthen you for the, for the road ahead. We're in a really tremendous season and we're expecting God that there'll be tremendous uh, answers, supernatural workings of God in your midst, in your family, your home, your finances, your body, your health. Your, your sound mind, this is our praise. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for the spirit of revelation, the eyes of our understanding being flooded with light, to know the hope to which you've called us. I thank you for the, the grace and the ability to teach Holy Spirit, you're our teacher. Thank you for enabling us to do what you have called us to do. Thank you that you're our helper. You are the paracletos. Thank you that the anointing will increase as we teach and train and develop the sons and daughters for the kingdom of God. My God, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray, amen and amen. I feel the presence of God in this place. And I'm gonna, we're going to work through some things and I'm going to spend some time to give you understanding. We're gonna, today's session is called Two Worlds. going to help you understand and develop your belief system. You're going to really discover why you have to pray and the importance of it, and the urgency of the hour anyway. So as we understood God's intention, God's boundary, and God's authority in the last session, we found out that God is the God of heaven and earth and eternity. He placed eternity in your heart. Remember that. That is God's boundary, heaven and earth and eternity. The next was God's intention, that he was a, he's a father, and he wanted a son to rule the earth, his boundary that he created. That was the first Adam. We know that he failed. We'll speak about that today. But the Spirit of God hovered and was the governor or the way that God did what he did in the earth. Uh, the Spirit of God made sure that things were in place. Of course, man has got his own will. And as we go into the Our Father prayer, we're going to discover that the will of man is everything. It's really everything. Why you need to pray? Because God made you in his image. Your will is important. The third aspect is understanding authority. That he's not only just the creator of the universe. He's not only your father, but he's also a king. And why is that important? Because there is a kingdom in heaven. There is a kingdom he wanted in the earth. Now, most of us don't understand kingdoms because we were born into a democracy. But God is a king and the importance of understanding kingdoms is that 
where the word of the king is, there is power. It's final. So God, there's no vote. You don't get to change his word. If you want to function in his kingdom, you come submit yourself to his word. That's all you do. And then the Holy Spirit makes sure that what you pray according to his will and his word comes to pass. You see the simplicity of it? And so if you understand those nine key things, you'll understand that that was God's intention, his boundary, and his authority. And um, the power of that is what the deceiver saw. Satan saw that. So scripture lets you know in the book of Genesis that uh, the deceiver, Genesis chapter 3 verse 1, that um, he was, the deceiver walked in and he deceived Eve. And we'll get into understanding the importance of that. But scripture is really clear that this is what God intended. Now, when you understand that Satan is, is a deceiver, he created another world after Adam and Eve had fallen and fallen into sin. Another world was birthed. But please check this out. It is exactly the same as what God intended. God wanted a kingdom. Satan raised up the system and created a kingdom that he could offer Jesus at the temptation. Luke 4, 5 and 6 lets you know that. He offered him the kingdoms. He showed him the systems. Let's have a look at the deception. I'm letting you know why we haven't stepped into the Our Father prayer yet. Is because of this reason. Most people, the Bible says if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. The problem with most people is not that they're not saying amen or even quoting scripture. A lot of what you're dealing with is unbelief. So faith must be located in two places, one in the heart and then from the mouth. So we've taught a lot on how people must confess the word. And you must say with them out for, for um, with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made. That's really important. But for most people, their faith is not working, not because they're not confessing, is because they are so steeped in unbelief. They don't believe what they say. That's the reason why they don't pray. That's the reason why they don't open up their mouths and go with confidence before God. And how do you fix the belief system? You bring understanding. You give people knowledge. And that's why we're taking time to teach you. So that when you walk through the scriptures and you begin to understand the Bible and you understand what God intended and God's boundary and God's authority and you begin to understand where you fit in and the importance of the church and where the Son of God fits in and why you belong to a church and why you have the scriptures. And when you understand that, now you're flushing out all forms of unbelief. The Bible says about Jesus when he came into, his, into certain regions, the Bible says not he wouldn't, is that he couldn't do any miracles there. Because of their unbelief. Unbelief will cancel your destiny. Unbelief is so dangerous. That's the sin of unbelief is what kept them out of the promised land. You got to pay attention to what's happening in your heart. Because that unbelief will stop you from becoming what God has called you to be. Because it number one stops you from praying the way God intended you to pray. 
So if your heart is hardened or it's offended, it leaks the principles of God. And so you stop praying the way you ought to pray. And there the Bible says men ought always to pray. And people come into the, in the presence of God and, you know, they, the husbands, wives, maybe they touch and agree at night, maybe pray a little prayer in the morning, but they don't really believe. They don't walk with an expectation. Yet the law of expectation says you only get what you expect. High expectation, low expectation, no expectation, God will honor it. For with the heart man believes, that is a really important scripture for you. That's in Romans chapter 10 and verse 10. With the heart man believes, and then with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. That's the law of faith in operation in the heart of a believer. So your faith must be in two places. That's the reason why we're first spending time showing you the scriptures and developing you in your belief system so that you be clear about who you are, who your father is, why you pray, the authority of his word, the boundary, what belongs to you, what you can pray for, what you're not asking God to, but just declaring in your environment. All of that comes because a man understands. So this is our prayer for you, that you must pray for understanding, right? So here we go. Let's now begin to show you this grid. The grid that we showed you was the nine that we put in place. I want us to now go into the center of that grid and you're going to have a look at God's intention. God's intention is that he's your father and that in the center of it is his son. Jesus, the son of God. And then the Holy Spirit, we're just coming in on, on the day of Pentecost when he came. He came to make sure that what the Son spoke is confirmed by the, the, what the Father intended and what the Son spoke is now confirmed by the Holy Spirit. That's how simple it is. So there's no confusion in heaven. You don't have three gods. He is one. But number one is that there is the mind of God. That's why you look at this creation. You don't believe in God. God says, okay, I'll give you my creation. Look at it. That's what I created. Now, if you want to really know who I am and you want to know what I'm thinking about you, you've got to look at my son. Let me give you a scripture for that. It is found in the book of Hebrews and chapter one and verse one. I'm working through some things, so you're going to see it. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hebrews 1 and 1. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son. See that? Whom he has appointed heir of all things through whom also he made the worlds, who being the, the, the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Glory be to God. So if you want to know God and you want to know what's on his mind, Hebrews 1 and 1 says, go to the sun. Don't go to prophets. Don't go and foretell in the stars. Don't go to the woman that can read your palms. Don't go to your ancestors. He says you need to go to the son. If you want to develop a belief system, you know it's in the father's mind. Hebrews 1 and 1 says, when he spoke to the prophets in the past, now in the New Testament, you have the son of God as the person that you need to go to and pray through to get to the father. That's good. 
So I want you to see this diagram. The diagram that we put out, these nine points to develop your belief system, right in the center of God's creation was the first son, Adam. He was the delight of God. It was God's firstborn. He was the one that he, that, that God was so proud of. He was made in his image. And he says, my boy needs to be functioning in the earth, take care of kingdom business. You know, Adam failed and a new world was birthed. And God had to send his only begotten son. Let's speak about the second world that was birthed. And we'll give you the reason why you need to pray accurately and you, why you need to pray. Let's go through some of the things that we've laid out here for you. So I'm, I'm letting you know that he built a system that looks almost like the original intention of God. This is the deceiver. Let's put out the nine points and have a look at what he's doing because I'm letting you know that in the center of God's system is his son. In the son, who is the Christ, is the body of Christ, which is his church. And in there is the kingdom. He gives you the keys of the kingdom to unlock your destiny. So everything that you need is found in God's kingdom. Everything is need, that you need is found in his system. And we said this before, many have switched systems or kingdoms, but they've never switched systems. The prayer grid is going to teach you how to pray effectively for the kingdom of God. Glory be to God. But let's look at the second world since the deception came in and what Satan has built and what he offered to Jesus. So Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1 lets you know that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So Satan's focus is heaven. He got thrown out. But he, he still wants to be, feel like he's in charge. No different. The earth, we know, is the Lord's. You know that I spoke it in Psalm 115 verse 16. He wants all the earth and its resources. He wants to control it. He wants to be in charge of it. He wants to act like, he, like it's, it's his. It's not his. The, the, God made you. You don't belong to him. You don't belong to Satan. You belong to God. Eternity. Let's have a look at Revelations chapter 12 and 12 for eternity. Listen to what it says in this one. So I'm going to leave scriptures, heaven and earth. I'll give you that understanding right now. But on the third one, Revelations 12 and 12, look at what it says. It says, therefore rejoice, O heaven, you who dwell in them. Woe inhabitants of the earth and sea, for the devil has come to you having great wrath because he knows that his time is short. So he knows, Satan himself knows, his time is short. There's coming a place in eternity where he'll be locked up. And anybody that's an unbeliever will be with him. But he's coming down now to work his system. And did you see the, the, the ramping up of everything demonic and satanic? Have a look at Satan's intention. Now let's go to, to, to the father that you have, son and Holy Ghost. That's God's intention. Look at Satan's intention. Let's go to the next one. Uh, John 8, 44. Listen to what Jesus says. You are of your father, the devil. So he's come in with his deception and the desires of your father you want to do. Jesus is rebuking these uh, religious folk. He says, he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources for he's a liar and the father of it. Now look at his grid. Everything that comes from Satan and his world, he wants to be a father too. 
And Jesus called him out. He says, you are of your father, the devil. He's a deceiver. He, he can never tell you the truth. He can never tell you who you are. It's his system. Are you still with me? Now have a look at where the system, it gives you some clues of what the system looks like and what is his intention is in the earth right now. So let's go from the father to the son. Let's deal with the son of perdition. Let's deal with this demonic system that he's also got, his church. It's called the, sat the satanic church. They're there and they're not hiding anymore. So this model is exactly the same. But he's now trying to mimic what God intended. What is in the, in the middle there is the son of God. His name is Jesus. What did he come and establish? He came to establish the church. And out of the church comes the identity of the sons and daughters of the most high God. Out of the church comes your purpose, comes your gifting, comes the reason for your existence. Tells you who you are, tells you where you come from, tells you what your destiny is, tells you about your potential, tells you about your purpose, tells you about your impact in the globe, uh, on the, on the, in this world. This is what God intended. That's what the church is there for, so that you can have an impact through in the kingdoms of this world and fulfill your purpose in the earth. That's God's intention. Have a look at Babylon. Let me show you some things. Genesis chapter 11, verse 1. You know that this is what happened. Listen to the scriptures. And the Bible says, Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east. Now remember, it's a fallen world. And there's a demonic world rising up, looking to take care of the whole earth and its resources. To protect themselves and to make sure that they are ruling instead of going to God who is the ruler, but I mean, Satan can't. And anybody that's underneath him and working with him is trying to protect themselves. Yet your protection comes from your father. What does father mean? We'll go into that the next session. Father means source. So they want to cut off that source and they want to make themselves your source. Oh my God. It says, and came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar and they dwelt there. Look at the violation of this Babylonian system. So while the church is in the center, and that's what Jesus is coming back for, Babylon is in the center of the world system. See that? So right in the center of it is this Babylonian system. And it lets you know what Babylon is after. It says they went to a certain place and they settled there. There's no scripture in the kingdom of God and the belief system that speaks about being settled. The Bible says the, the word must spread out. When he made Adam, he says, make the world like the garden of Eden. You were supposed to be fruitful. You were supposed to multiply. You were supposed to spread out. What do they want? They want to settle. It's a first violation of the kingdom of God. Here it says, verse 3, and says, Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city. What? Making a name for ourselves. Listen what they wanted. A tower whose stop is in the heavens. There you go. That's the violation. That's what they're still busy doing right now. Are you looking at all the systems that they're looking at? The tower, and they're looking to build a tower for themselves. It's no different than Genesis 11, where they want to rule the whole world with religion, with their ideas, spawning wicked ideas. That's Babylon. It's the demonic world. It says, and they said, come, let us build ourselves a city, a tower whose top is where? In the heavens. And let us make a name for ourselves. You don't make a name for yourself in the kingdom. God makes your name great. 
Greatness is not a worldly principle. Greatness comes from the kingdom of God. It says, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. So they decided they're going to protect themselves. They're going to violate every kingdom principle. If you go dig deeper and you understand the difference between let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly, that they want to treat you, how they're going to build with bricks and mortar and bake them thoroughly. How do they do this? When they build anything, they're using you and for them, you're just another brick in the wall. But when God begins to build you in his kingdom, you are too being built up a spiritual house. There's a difference between a brick and a stone. A stone has got a unique thing about it that is carved in that doesn't look like anybody else. It's got unique giftings. And when God rebuilds you, ask Nehemiah, use those stones that were burnt and he rebuilt the walls. That's God's intention. Can you see that? That your uniqueness, your gifting, your purpose, God's plan for your life, the uniqueness of who you are begins to come through because God gets glory because of how, what he sent you to do and you're fulfilling your purpose in the earth. The world system does not. They'll put a skill in your hand and they'll train you up in their system and you're just another brick in the wall. Your life doesn't matter. And when you are done, they give you a gold pen for retirement, maybe even that. And they just will bury you and your life will have no impact. That's the world system. And God comes down. The Bible says, the Lord came down to, the, to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one and they have all one language. And this that they begin to do, that they imagine to do, nothing that they propose will be withheld from them. God says, I made them. They have the, the ability. There's a capacity inside of them that they can build this thing if they really set their minds to it. And you know the story that God confused their language and they scattered. So Babylon only grows to a certain place and then God stops the building. Then they begin to scatter and um, then try it again. So over the years, you'll find whether it be through Hitler or any other systems, history is just repeating itself. That's all you're finding now is that he's trying to do again what he said that he intends doing. Like he doesn't learn. And it looks like, you know, AI is strong and, you know, they, they're building this thing and everyone's going to bow onto AI. There comes a point in Babylon where God brings the confusion and they scatter because he is the most high God. And you will not, he's laughing. Psalms chapter two lets us know that he will laugh at them. He laughs at them. So you can't work against God's system. The, 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 the enemy has been trying this over and over again and in every generation and over the centuries, you're finding people are falling foul to the same thing. Yet God's word abides forever. God's word abides forever. And so you're finding this un, unfolding right now where Babylon is trying to flex its muscles again and tell us we in charge and you're gonna you know we'll deal with how we feed you and you don't have to depend upon your father in heaven and you will give you your identity and Babylon the Bible says in Revelations is a whore because she's spewing out it's the birthing place like the church is supposed to be the birthing place of God ideas and sons and daughters coming into glory and sons and daughters fulfilling purpose and praying with authority that's what God intended it wasn't a church in the earth it's God's focus is on sons 
Now, Satan's got exactly the same, but he's got a womb too. It's called Babylon. Babylon is the horse that produces all kind of nefarious agendas in the earth, all ideas that don't come from the kingdom of God. This Babylon system was a violation of the kingdom of God. And he keeps on telling us to come back to with the system and to live under the system. And what that does is when somebody's gone through a, a system, uh, the world system for 12 years, education is just one of them, and then go to university. Then they come out of university and tell you that the Bible is rubbish. They tell you that the church is irrelevant. They'll tell you that the kingdom is, doesn't matter. You know, just, just, just do you, boo. I mean, where does that come from? A demonic world. It's Babylon spawning those ideas, trying to shape you, trying to tell you, don't worry about your father in heaven. You don't need to pray. You just need some data. And if you got a cell phone and if you got some clothing, you look really, really good. And Babylon will dress you up because they're wanting to control your mind. And yet when you come into the kingdom of God, you know that God, the kingdom, God lets you know that there is, there's, there's nobody like you. There's a uniqueness about you. Your fingerprint is unique. Your voice is unique. And, and your identity in God is, is who God made you to be. Babylon will never tell you that. Now, Babylon means without God. Please write that out. Babylon means without God. Now, look at the wickedness. Two systems in the earth looking exactly the same. One is, to con one is to go to try to get to heaven, but yet God is positioned in heaven. One is trying to control all the resources in the earth, but the Lord says the earth is mine and all its fullness. One is not letting you know that there is an eternity coming. For anybody has believed in that system, that's life is going to be over. And one day you have to give an account for that. And every unbeliever will burn. It's not God never made hell for you. God made hell for the devil and his demons. You were supposed to come into a place of believing. Then you have this, the father of lies. That's his intention. And then you have this Babylonian system that's in the middle. That's looking to keep you and control you. It's to own you. Please hear me. Babylon will never set you free. And of course, the scripture on the right hand side concerning the spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12. Now we receive not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. We're going to dig into that to understand that there is the spirit of this world that deals with the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, uh, the lust of the flesh. It's things that, you're, you know, just live it up. It's the spirit of this world. And many people try to bring the spirit of the world into the church and God will have none of it because what is the enemy after? Please hear me. It's that thing that is keeping the lights on. It's called the church. That's why Jesus walked into that temple and he threw over those, those, those tables and he said, you've turned this into a den of thieves, but my, my, this house should be called a house of prayer. For who? For all the nations. Because that's the anointing. That's how God reaches the earth. That's how God's spirit begins to move in people's lives. That's how we can begin to bring people into their destinies. Babylon will never give you that. Babylon will give you a job and make you study for it, pay for your degree and not even give you the reward for your degree. For all your time and study. Because Babylon can't tell you what your gift is. Babylon can't tell you what you were born to do. Who, 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 who gave us this? Where does this come from? Not a school system. I had to get revelation from the father. I had to go and build a relationship in prayer with my father. And that's what you are doing in the season. So let's go to the third one because you found Satan's intention is, please write this down, his intention is to control you. So every idea that Babylon spawns in your education system, in media, in arts and entertainment, in governments, 
in the family mountain. Did you see how he's trying to decimate? And because there's a war going on between good and evil. And he hates everything that God has made because, and he hates you because you're made in the image of Almighty God. He hates you. And so when you come into, um, you get born into this demonic and, and fallen world. And the way you come out of Babylon is that you must be born again. That's how you switch kingdoms. People think there's an in-between. There isn't. If you're not praying for the kingdom of God and not being connected to the kingdom and his word and get understanding, you are, in, you are bound by a demonic system. Let's show you his authority. Ephesians 2 and 2. Remember, you're building a belief system, but there is another belief system in the earth that people believe that they're in charge of this world. Ephesians 2 and 2 says, In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. So while we use, you serve a king and he has authority, scripture lets you know that there's the prince of the air. He's looking to control the airwaves. He wants to feed you in your education system, wants to change the curriculum. He's putting on the news, everything that he wants on there, makes it very difficult for the kingdom of light to bring out stuff, testimonies and breakthroughs and miracles. They'll only go and show the cameras on the pastors that have failed and people that have never made it and the, how this doesn't work. He never tells you about the testimonies of people that have got breakthrough. Who's interviewed me around this stuff? And if you try to put your stuff out, the enemy is trying to, he believes he's the prince of the air and he wants to throttle this message so that the message doesn't get across the globe. Why? Because one testimony is worth a thousand sermons and he knows it, the power of media. So he's being the prince of the air. He wants to control the airwaves, radio, television, social media. He wants to tell you when you come on there, don't you even pray the Our Father. He wants to throttle everything concerning the kingdom of God because there is a war going on. And he hates everything about the kingdom of God. He knows his time is short. He knows that his time is going to be over. He's trying to stop people from getting this message out and the gospel being preached so that people will walk in bondage and under his control because his system is designed for control. Smart systems, huh? It's not smart. It's control. Number one is the prince of the air. So we're dealing with what he believes is in charge. So secondly, where you're dealing with the word, where the word of the king is, there's power because God is truth. 1 John 5 and 19 lets you know, we know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. The whole world is deceived. 1 John 5 and 19, because he's done a trick on the world. That's Babylon. It deceives people on every level. From your identity, but to your purpose, to your potential, to governments. And all he offers them is money because it's the spirit of mammon that's controlling people. And he knows in, in, the, in the spiritual realm, there are only two kingdoms. It's either the kingdom of light or the kingdom of darkness. And the spiritual world is more real than the natural. So he'll offer you Ouija boards, all kinds of go to witchcraft. Let's pray to Sangomas. Let's open up our lives to all. That's all part of the demonic realm. It exists. If you ever had a dream and you're speaking to your grandmother and auntie that passed on, I'm letting you know that's witchcraft. For when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will lead and guide you into all truth. You are deceived, believing that you are operating under the spirit of truth. The whole world is under the sway. 
It's deception that people are living under. Let's look at the final one. There he speaks in, in Luke 10 verse 19. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by, shall any, by any means hurt you. So even though he flexes his power, the Bible lets you know it's an illegal connection. His power that he's operating under, it's an illegal connection. So if you're going to a Sangoma or you're looking to your ancestors and you're going to go and worship and you're going to go and sing praises and call upon dead people and your, your family that has passed on and the like, it's all satanic. And all of it is to, to control you. It is all to control you. And so as we, as we end of the session, I've got a few minutes just to understand this. We're dealing with two worlds. There's the, there's the, the kingdom of light and then there's the kingdom of darkness. We all got born into this because of the fall of Adam. So how do I get out of the system? I get born again. I get translated into his marvelous light. I'm now a son of God. I've now developed a different system. I now understand that there's Babylon that I was born into. I'm now born into the body of Christ. And I belong to the church. And the kingdom is here. So Jesus becomes the focus of all that we do, think, and say. And we are now here to bring his kingdom into the earth. That's why we're going to pray. So understand that when we speak about the world, the world um, is, when you speak about the earth in its fullness, so Psalm 24 says, uh, the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. The world and those who dwell therein. The earth is not the world. The earth is the natural creation of God. All its resources, gold, diamonds, and all is in the earth. But it's the Father's. Satan's put his hand on it. How did he do it? Have a look at how he's controlling those resources. All physical elements we see, plants, birds, mountains, and rivers, that's the earth. The earth is billions, billions of years old. And God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth is given to the sons of men. So that's where his focus goes. He goes to the sons. He goes to people. Satan goes and targets them. And he uses his demonic world to control people mentally and the like. So anybody who's, who's not, uh, got the, uh, um, is not born again is deceived. He's living under a demonic system. So the earth is completely innocent but it's a victim of man's sin. Let's understand the world. The, the earth is older than the world. The world began when Adam was born, but another world was born when Adam sinned. You see that? So Jesus came back to restore. What is this world? The world, uh, you need to write this down, is the collective systems that govern, influence, and determine the state, condition, environment, and direction of life. So have a look at everything they're doing for, the, for, for your education system as one example. Anything around government, anything around resources, anything they want to do. They're con looking to control the nations. It's called the world. That's what controls people's lives. It's the governing systems. The systems of the world, they are governing, we call it the cosmos. The governing systems, the controlling systems, the forces of influence, and the powers of authority. That's where he's working. He's looking to control all the governments across the globe. So when the governments are in charge with a demonic system, they control the people with demonic systems. 
and people then live under the sway of the wicked one and any kind of teaching around uh, education or business. Do you know that that's the reason why you weren't given any lessons on how to start up your business or the stock exchange of how to handle finances? Why? You, your education system is only designed to give you a job, never to bring you into your work. Your job is what you're paid to do. Your work is what you're born to do. So any system that controls the earth is called the world. Banking, systems, political, educational, insurance, housing, sports world, media, whatever. Social media, that world. The world, here's another definition, is defined as the systems of rulership by men. You are now sitting with a fallen world governed by demonic systems. And you have this world that is still pure, that has come by the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. And so let me say this to you. There are two worlds vying for your attention. They're doing everything to get the attention of this generation. TikTok videos, you know, trying to make you famous, all coming from Babylon. All coming spawned ideas, wicked ideas spawning out of Babylon every single time. From health to education to jabs to jobs to family. They, they, Babylon's looking to control the whole world. They're building a tower. Will reach up into the heavens. And they want to act like God. But you have a different belief system. You have a different belief system. Babylon, I'm saying this again to you, is building a life without God. So don't need to pray. We'll take care of you. Don't develop your gift. We'll take care of you. We'll give you 350 rand. Don't worry about the future. We've got you. The devil is a liar and he's a deceiver. And the Bible says he's the father of lies. He wants the education system without God. He wants your business without God. He wants your family without God. He wants to be in the media without God. He wants arts entertainment without God. He wants a government without God. He wants your communities without God. And God just needs somebody to pray. Come on. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish with the world systems. But have everlasting life. And listen, this is not just a saved mindset to go to heaven. We always preach that about you being born again. But he died to dismantle the world's systems that controlled you. That doesn't teach you about your gifting and your purpose. He, he died so that you can walk in the freedom that Christ has paid for. That's why he told us, go into all the world and preach this gospel. Go into every system and preach this word. Pray for every system. Glory be to God. Do not conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, the acceptable and perfect will of God. Because there are two worlds vying for your attention. And if you do, if you saved and never had your mind renewed, you're still being controlled by Babylon, waiting for some breakthrough, waiting for someone else. Yet you have got something to say when you begin to pray. And you can develop your belief system in the kingdom of God and say, Father, thy kingdom come and thy will be done. You, my father, who is in heaven, you are my source. I'm not trying to build a tower into heaven. I am here representing heaven 
on earth. I'm walking in the fullness of God's blessing. I am fulfilling my assignment in the earth. Oh my God, I give you, hallowed be your name. We're going to go into that and teach you the power of praying right and getting your life sorted out before the kingdom of God. Glory be to God, my time is almost gone. Go into all the world and preach this gospel of the kingdom. And then the end will come. The end of what? All your craziness, all your dysfunction, all your broke state. Because that comes from Babylon. Babylon is there to control you. You heard about, you know, we all often pray, play this um, noughts and crosses. Have a look at the nine pieces of your belief system. Look at Babylon. Right in the center, Satan goes, when, Satan, when Adam falls, he puts a zero there. What is the zero for? The O for? For ownership. I own them. For the rest of their days, because of sin, I can spawn out ideas out of Babylon and I can give birth to ideas for governments, for how to control resources, how to control the earth, how to control, control people in the, in the media. I will tell them their identity. Babylon is spawning these ideas all the time. He puts a zero there. The O is for ownership. He says, well, we're going to own heaven as well. And then he goes and he says, well, there's another O on the earth resources. Are you watching? Are you tracking? And then he says, for eternity. He puts the O and says, I will hold them for eternity. So he says, the boundary is done. I got you. He then goes one down. He says, here's the intent. I am the father of lies. I sit in there. They'll come to me for whatever they need. And right in the center, I will have Babylon instead of the church. This is mine. We will spawn ideas from here. And what will happen out of that is that my spirit, the spirit of this world will take over the whole world. He puts another O there. And then he goes on to the bottom where it concerns the authority, where the Bible says he's the prince of the air. And he puts an O and he says, I will control all the media and I'll make sure that they will only listen to me. And then he goes to the second one. He puts another O and he puts an O in there and he says, my word, I will deceive every one of them because everybody will be under the sway of the wicked one. And then he says, under the power, my power, I'll put it on display. The world will see who I am and they will bind to my system and I will own this place. And then Jesus comes onto the scene and he plays the game. He says, you want to play that game? I'll show you. And how did he do that? He put a cross. He put a cross and says, I will connect them to the creator of the universe. I will teach them about heaven. Through the Our Father prayer. I will show them that the resources belongs to their father. And he puts another cross over there. And he says, I will take care of them for eternity. For anybody that's saved, he puts a cross into eternity. And then he goes and he puts a cross in the center. And he says, this is my church. This is my name. This is my people. This is the kingdom of God. They're going to function out of this. Oh my God, I feel the anointing. And he says on the left hand side, I'm letting, him, letting them know that they not only just have the God of the creator of the universe, but he is their father. And he puts another cross over there. And then he goes and he puts on the right hand side and he says, the spirit of truth will lead and guide them into all truth and righteousness. It's called the anointing. It will be upon them because they're going to function out of the space of the kingdom of God. And then he goes to the bottom. He says, let me tell you about the authority. I'm going to put another cross over here because I'm going to let you know that he is the king of kings. He's not here to control you. He's here to set you free. That's what he made you to be. And then he says, under the word, his word is truth. 
I'm going to teach you that my word will not return void. He puts another cross over there. And then he goes on the other side and he says, my power will be on display. I'll send the Holy Spirit will confirm the word with truth of, of truth that when they pray, they're able to bring all of heaven down to earth and you will see the cross in every single one of them. They played X and O. They played noughts and crosses. And the cross is always won. Glory be to God. I'm letting you know today that the devil has been defeated. God gave him checkmate. I'm letting you know through the cross, you have access to everything that you need. You can pray accurately. You can pray with the power of God. You can walk in the wisdom of God. You can walk into those demonic systems and you can walk and fulfill what God has got for you. Come on, somebody. I see God having gone with all the X's, with the crosses down. And then he went to the top and then he came to the on the right hand side and then on the left hand side and then on above and beneath and on every side and everywhere you see you just seeing the lines everywhere of the kingdom of God I'm letting you know that one day God's gonna wrap this thing whole thing up and you're gonna see the power of the cross and the sons of God being raised up to become what God has called them to be I'm letting you know there's a fire inside of me and God is moving in your life and in my life I'm praying now that God would go and put a cross over your home over your life and when you pray you're praying in his name it is in his power it is for his kingdom it is for his glory it is for eternity and you're going to find breakthrough upon breakthrough because God just waited for you as a son of God to develop your belief system and if you believe right your life will come right for all things are possible to them that believe God's been waiting for you my God I never meant to preach that way this today but I'm letting you know that the power of God is in this place I'm letting you know that God is uprooting every tree that our heavenly father has not planted. But you're going to walk in the wisdom of God and you're going to walk with an anointing. And you're going to begin to walk with understanding because the spirit of truth, you're shutting door, you're the doors to everything that has been demonic and satanic. Anything that has been perverse and unrighteous. You're walking out of deception and you're walking into the truth. The Bible lets you know what is true. The rest of the world is walking in great deception. But if you get your belief system right, your life will come right. My time is really gone. Father, I thank you today for the anointing, your grace and your favor. I thank you, Lord, that you have trained us and you're training us up in the kingdom. And it's revelation that every form of deception breaks, every stronghold breaks from the sons and daughters. And for somebody who's not born again, you must be born again. Otherwise, you cannot see the kingdom of God. I pray that the eyes of our understanding be flooded with light. I pray for the power and the revelation of your kingdom to come upon your people, to bring them into their destiny, into their purpose. I pray for this anointing upon this message that you would give understanding to your people, that people begin to pray accurately and take your word and take you at your word and see the power of your kingdom manifest in their lives and in their homes. We've, I pray that you expose every kind of deception we've been living under and that the truth of your word will penetrate every heart and every mind that we would live for the truth only because you are the father of truth and he will guide you, the spirit of truth. When he comes, he will lead and guide you into all truth. That was the promise of the father. Father, we love you and we adore you. Thank you so much for today. Bless your people in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody had a good amen and amen. Here's a good discussion point. What have you believed that is a lie? Do you believe that God's in control? Do you believe that you are all that and that you don't need God? 
The sin of prayerlessness is what you need to repent of. The sin of unbelief is what you need to be repenting of. Because only truth can make you free. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. This is Kingdom Kids and I am Apostle Max. I trust you enjoyed that session. I really, really did. I felt the power of God in this place. And I know that as you begin to pray, you're going to reconnect with your Heavenly Father and break away from deception and the lies of the enemy, the father of lies, and live for truth all the days of your life. This is all things kingdom. This is the mysteries of the kingdom brought to you. But we love you. God bless you. Stay strong. Amen. Thank you.